This episode of MMA Nuts is brought to you by Wild Alaskan Company. Healthy, affordable, convenient fish sent right to your door. Save $25 off with code BIGFISH25. Eight Sleep, the number one smart mattress with bed cooling technology designed to help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep. Save $50 off your order with code MMA50. 8sleep, the number one smart mattress with bed cooling technology designed to help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep. Save $50 off your order with code MMA50. Drift Air Freshener, the freshest air freshener with no harmful chemicals. Save 15% off with code INGO15. Defense Soap, everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMA Nuts to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 602. 602. My name's Ingo Weigold. Megro with MMA Show. Buy my fans, for my fans, walk the line between serious and ridiculous. What's happening? I feel like we should celebrate our recent uh, milestone success on youtube should we oh, mention yeah? this sure yeah. Matt, yeah matt it's hard to see with because it's Maybe i'll bring it but, down for a second but, but we in his hand he's holding this this plaque that our car friends at youtube sent to us presented to mma nuts for passing a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. that's right you might go blind if you look into it yeah so thank you fans thank you yes. all of you for uh you know subscribing and shit tell your mom we want to get to a million so you know have your mom subscribe and you're that's right a million seems so far away <laughs> like what a million is that possible like we everyone... talking about yeah who is it uh some guy's got 130 million or mr something big crazy. show or something just just tell your grandma and your mom i think we'll be fine that's all we need just need grandmas and moms and then because the grandmas will tell other grandmas and then we'll be in, it'll just be a you know exponential growth it'll be great that's right so I should have things I want to say. I'm not going to say though. <laughs> Just not going to say anything. Uh, so go us. Congratulations. Yeah. Woo. Had ourselves 13 Thank years Thank in you. the making. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah. So there was a UFC over the weekend. Should we start with that? Cause I mean, I yeah, I mean, fuck. I think Dana was saying this was the fourth highest gate in UFC history, highest gate for a heavyweight fight. And then talk about like some of the nonsense that was going on. Uh, they're doing like Roadhouse, the movie filming. Was it Jake Gyllenhaal? Gyllenhaal. Yep, I have some pictures. Yeah. Um, hang on, let me see. I have video too. Can I show video? I don't know. It, if it's a fan shot, one you can. It's a fan shot. So yeah. Um, so here, I'll give you some photos first, and then I'll get to the video. So here's Jake. And and hats off to him because Jesus Christ, he looks in phenomenal shape. Yeah, right? it looks so, like he did it natural, actually. So like here, he's ripped, but not like steroid ripped. Yeah, I mean, here he is. You know, he's That's like a in normal the cage. man physique. Normal, like ripped guy. Yep. Um, there he is, like preparing for his fight. I don't know what the role is, but um, Jay here on the actor, right? Um, they're fighting this thing. Here's that, and I, I do have the. Uh, oh, where's where's the video? Here's the video. Of of him like doing a little bit of action against the cage. Obviously, this is a movie, so you know it's not actually hitting him, but maybe that one hit. I don't know. The acting's pretty solid. I gotta say, flying knee. And he's yeah. like, there he goes. Um, I, I think he must have practiced a while because this looks pretty solid. Like the refs. Yeah, I was wondering like how many drunk fans were in the stands watching that going. Thinking it was a real fight, going holy fuck! He didn't stop. He fucking threw a flying knee. He's still throwing punches. Crazy. They're kicking him out of the UFC, man. 
That's it. Um, you know, and Conor McGregor too uh, was in on this. Um, same same deal uh, uh, with the Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, the Roadhouse thing. So here's this. Here they are. He's giving a little hug to John Jones. Can I play audio? I don't know. Am I allowed Probably to? Probably not. Probably not. So, um, but he, well, he 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 announces the. Uh, this is obviously going to be part of the movie. I'm I'm guessing. You know, he's doing the weigh in for Jake. Jake steps out, does his thing. So I just feel like there's a lot of cross promotion happening here. There's and, a fuck ton of shit going on. Somewhere man. in the background, someone is like, we're going to link the UFC to like 72 different things. And I, I don't know if I'll, I, now I'm going to have to watch this movie, even though I don't really want to. Yeah, I know, uh, because I feel like Roadhouse is such a classic that, well, uh, maybe it's like Top Gun too, because, right, I thought that would be dog shit. And I was very impressed with uh, that. You know, I didn't think they tarnished the first one. So maybe this one will be the same to me. I don't, I don't know. know. What was that your is... opinion on the second Top Gun? Top Gun? Yeah, I thought it was awesome. I, I, I mean, I got, I, I fucking love that movie. I thought it was just as good as the first, and it almost ha- was a little more faster paced than the first one too. I yeah, thought, it seemed you know? like more fighting, and they, I think they did a great job of making you feel like you were in the fucking cockpit because, like. I'm like tense the entire time. Like they're in those dog fights and whatever else is happening. Like, fuck. But it's just, it's just crazy when you're trying, you're not, I don't know if this is a remake or a continuation. Cause it seems like the Gyllenhaal character has the Dalton last name, but a different first name. So maybe he's his kid or something. I think it's his son or something like that. And so hopefully they do a good job. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a good actor. So I, I'm hoping it does it justice. But you never know, because Patrick Swayze, I mean. Um, I mean, it was such like a goofball thing, but it just became like a like, fucking <laughs> classic to us, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, okay, like that's like instant. But um, good on them. I mean, yeah, they, they made a whole thing. And how cool is that to like be an actor and come out to that large crowd and then right. just shoot your movie scene right in the middle of a main, you know, UFC event kind of thing. So that's yeah. And cool. you gotta be, you gotta have your shit together because when's the last time he's been in front of that many people, like performing in a sport that he's not a trained killer in like, you don't want to look like an asshole in front of real fight fans either. So you gotta have your shit together. I thought you looked decent for you know fake fighting, right? Well, it reminds me of like, was it the movie with Tom Hardy Warrior, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that one? Like, I think there he got into his role so much they were actually fighting at points because they were just fucking nuts. Like they're they're just like so. I don't think you know Jake's more of an A-list type Hollywood actor, right? So mm-hmm. probably not gonna get down and dirty like that, but that looked pretty good from what I saw, you know. Mm-hmm. I I'm so. And then you add some camera fucking smoking mirrors, yeah. Sound effects, it looks it looks real. So, I'll watch the movie. I think I will. So, yeah, I'm I'm not going to the theater, but I'll I'll check it out. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So now let's fucking get into the main event. So we have John Jones and Cyril Gan. I want to start with. I know Tom Brady gave some well wishes which I thought was pretty cool because you normally don't see anybody wishing John well, at least pre-fight. No. So, Hey, John, I wanted to say welcome back to the main stage. Uh, it's great to see the GOAT doing what he does best and doing what he's meant to do. So I thought seven titles was a lot. You've doubled it, man. 
And uh, I know tonight's not going to be easy. Cyril Gaon stand on the other side of that octagon. He's a bad man. Uh, it's going to be an incredible fight. Dana knows how to put on a great show, as always, and I wouldn't miss this one for the world. I'm going to be there watching. Good luck to both of you guys tonight. And John, congrats on an amazing career of greatness. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, John. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you got to like that lead. Br Brady in. looks like he's in great shape. He's all Fuck lean yeah. and mean. Good on him. So I love it. So, like, let's talk about what do you think about, like, the weigh-ins? What do you think about John's body compared to 205? And I mean, he just kind of looked happier to me. Like, he looked bigger, but mm -hmm. I, I kind of thought he look, he'd look even bigger than he looked. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just kind of looked more like more in the Fedor category of bigger. Like, I didn't feel like he was like huge. Right. But he just yeah, looked like he put on uh, some size. Do you have some comparison pictures? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, he just looks bigger, but not like his older brother. Yeah. But not like ripped just right. You know. He had no abs. That was concerning to me. But again, we know body types don't matter. <laughs> like, look at not Fable. really. Look no. at Kane Velasquez. Yeah. Right? Kane, that kind of thing. So I didn't have a problem with it. Um, no, I just thought it was different. Like I was on the same impression for all the fucking power lifting, all the weightlifting he did. I thought his physique would physically look more appealing than it was, but fucking doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well, he, he never really was really ripped. He's not like, you know, well, like for an, the weigh-ins, like he was pretty cut. Like an Nganu or whatever, you know, he's yeah. not like no, 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 like like, like like huge like that. So ah, whatever, you know. The one thing I'll say is uh, do you want me to, can we talk about yeah, it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we, we don't really know because he didn't go very long. So it's like, where's mm -hmm. the cardio at? I'm not sure. Right. And he said himself after the, in, in the post fight that he felt a little like weird in the standup. Like, yeah, goofy. Did, I think he said he didn't <laughs> have goofy. A, it makes sense. Cause there's more weight and sure. everything's a little bit different. Your timing has got to be off. Yeah. Right. But he, he kind of, I was surprised with how easily he handled you know, and he taught him. It, it was like he was yeah. fighting a little boy. Yeah. Once he got that takedown, it was like that was it. And you went right for the guillotine and just kind of like, you know, two minutes, two and a half minutes, whatever it was. Like, I didn't really see much from Gon. I, I don't think he fought any different than he usually does. I think John just, you know, took him down. And he said before in up leading up to the fight that he had studied film and he's like, no one studies film in this game. And I do. And I see a blaring weakness. And maybe that was it is, is the ground game. You know, I don't know if that that's what he was talking about, but yeah. And because they were showing Henry Cejudo was teaching John that same exact technique that he finished him with. And they were showing like the video of Cejudo teaching John and then with the, the fight in the background of what actually happened to what was being taught, it was the same move. And Henry was basically telling him, like, when you get in this position, don't be wasting and blowing all your energy, like trying to force that takedown. He's like, switch it to the other side. And then it's like you got you can grab his neck right there. And mm -hmm. that's basically what John did and then fucking just got it. Like, what the fuck? And everyone was like, what? how? What? Uh, yep it My didn't day. look it didn't look that bad uh, on first while i was like what happened like he tapped to that like that was weird but when they did the replay you could see it was in there pretty deep you know but 
I think a more experienced grappler might have been able, and I, it seemed like Gon didn't really know what to do when that was happening. Like he did all the wrong things to defend himself. Well, know? I think so. he was shell shocked coming into this fight, and the the one thing that I forgot that John has or had in the past, like there's the aura of invincibility, and I forgot how powerful that was. And you would see that. I think Anderson Silva had that for a while, where people are fighting him, and they're like, "Fuck, man, this is Anderson Silva." Fedor for a while and John like you could see that like Gon is just going fuck this is like the greatest light heavyweight fighter possibly the greatest heavyweight fighter that I deemed him already but um fuck yeah I'm just I'm blowing away by just how easy he made it look like Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was gonna be a finish I think you called a first round finish didn't you maybe I thought it said first or second but yeah I I didn't think it was gonna go five no chance but, you know, it, 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 I like seeing this because I, I was a, was always impressed by John's ability to come in and win in different ways when, when he was early in his career. Sure. He, he finished guys in all these different ways, right? And it, the, the last tail end when he had all that personal problems and, he, you know, he came back and there was a lot of decisions and it just seemed more timid. And I think he, he actually went for it this time, you, you know, and he, he had – I'm hoping this is a trend because I don't yeah. really want to see – John, you know, point fight or try to draw out a fight because he's bored or because he's being cautious. Cause this is the John Jones that, you know, everybody like gushes over, you know. And I I, I don't know. He's turning me into some a fan if he's a turnaround. <laughs> like I, I hate to say this because it's but it's just like it's impressive. And yeah. I, I want it, I mean, you gotta have the argument here. He might be the greatest fighter of all time. Like he it, is hundred percent. There's like no, I mean. After the after the fight, he calls out Stipe, you know, um, and it sounds like they might try to run that in July or some sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that matchup. I don't like it for Stipe though. I, I mean, I, I don't. Not, I'm more, not after seeing this version of John. No, I mean, I'm I'm struggling to who who's going to give him a challenge at heavyweight. That that's what I'm wondering. Like, well, the three people I thought would be the hardest fight was Gone. Stipe and Curtis Blades. Oh, I and forgot about Curtis Blades. See, yeah. yeah. I think Blades gives him a, a hard time. I think it's you have to wrestle. And this is the thing that I was hoping John would do when he moved up to heavyweight. I've said, man, I hope he f- wrestle fucks people because I don't think 99% of the heavyweights can deal with a wrestler like John. No. And just, I mean, we didn't get to see any other new shit from him because it went like in a minute, but. Just so fucking impressive to be off three years, come in, uh, fucking Ganu decisions gone, and John walks right through him. Like it's like, nothing. Fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I mean, I'm excited too to see Stipe fight him. And Stipe is just his so zero personality because after the fight, you know, John calls him out and he's like, oh, whatever. And then Megan Olivia is interviewing him. And, and you have the chance to sell this fight. Like John Jones, you're going to get an opportunity to fight him and blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, you want to fight? Yeah, I'm going to fight him. Like Frankenstein. Can you fucking liven <laughs> up a little bit? Mm, bar, bar, bar. Yes. You're trying to hype this shit up. Like tell him he sucks dick or something. He's a fucking pussy. Come out with something, Steve A, instead of just... He was so like monotone. It's almost like he's accepting his death already. Like he knows he's dead. 
So he's like, I don't want to fucking poke the bear anymore. So I might as well just be quiet. But you mm-hmm. know what? That's not helping you sell the fucking fight. This is your opportunity. Take advantage of it. And Megan is trying to get him to fucking engage and be more entertaining. And he's not. And that's why I fucking uh, that made me realize why I hated him as a, a fighter, a champion or whatever, because he doesn't give me the personality. And when he does, it's just it's awkward, fake, cringe Henry Cejudo type, whatever. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like, uh, fuck, Bo, man, I, I just I'm still kind of in shock at how well he performed from being gone for three years. Yeah, didn't look rusty at all. I mean, it would have been nice to see a little more stand up, but sure. Um, only he knows if he was goofy or whatever he calls it. Mm-hmm. He felt, felt goofy. Well, but, and then he got kicked in the balls right off the bat. Too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that it, immediately. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, like, oh, fuck. Gets kicked in the nuts and still wins. So it's yeah. like we don't see that that often. It's it's usually the other way around. Yeah. So. And he didn't take no five minutes. He's just like, eh, all right, whatever. fuck. Yeah. And then what was the quote from Dana White where he said, not only is John the greatest light heavyweight ever, he might be the greatest heavyweight ever. Hey, Dana White, you're like two weeks behind. I was already saying this. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) You should trademark that shit. That's right. Like everyone's jumping on the John bandwagon. I've been here at least for a couple of weeks. Because I know don't bet against John Jones. That's the right. safe bet. Don't bet against John. Because I forget who I used to pick against all the time. I think it was Kane. He always used to fuck me. But, yep. Yeah. But then I saw there was a picture after a fight where John somehow has abs. They must have photoshopped some shit in. So let me share this. So, like, how does that work? Like, he's got kind of abs there but maybe it was sometimes they work out and then they take those photos so like it could be that but like, that, you know, that's like right after the fight yeah maybe that's what it was i don't know who knows angle lighting yeah. you know that makes a difference it's true it's wild fucking John super Jones. wild calling out stipe telling me he's gonna fuck him up i love it mm-hmm. back i love it too you know what else i love man yeah I do. Our, our sponsors. Go ahead. Give it to me and go. Fucking awesome. Spring is sprung, and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've That's already helped about. you tidy up all the nooks and crannies of your body's basement. But this year, Manscaped can help you get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face with new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure you look your best this spring by using the code MMANOTS20 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's right. It's time to tame your mane with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. The sun is peeking back out, which means you'll have to show your face in daylight again. So use the kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning, whether you got glorious beard flow or some smooth, sleek cheeks. Well, not quite smooth, but less flowy than yours. So save 20% and free shipping with the code MMANUTS20. 20 at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping with the code mma nuts 20 at m manscaped.com focus on the face <laughs> and use the beard hedger pro kit for the cleanest looking it cleanest look in the game just keep in mind we gave you that and now we give you this you have no excuses for the summer you should that's be right. all set to be nice trim clean not 100 percent clean but just take it down a notch that's what it's that's about right. That's why it's called scaping, manscaping. That's right. We also 
We'll talk about True Classic. So support for today's episode comes from True Classic. As a people-driven brand, True Classic believes that the clothes you wear should make you feel confident and comfortable so you can show up as the best version of yourself every day. This is your one-stop shop for all your wardrobe essentials. Their shirts have a premium fit that's tighter in the shoulders and biceps for that extra boost of confidence from t-shirts and polos to activewear, denim, button-downs, hoodies, joggers, boxer briefs, and everything in between. They have everything you need. It's time to upgrade. You heard me. Time to upgrade and upgrade your wardrobe today. So we have an exclusive deal for our listeners. We're going to hook you up with some true classic. So for a limited time only, you can get 25% off with the code MMA25 at trueclassic.com. And with True Classic, you don't need to sacrifice comfort for style. Their products were created with signature soft fabric blends and contemporary cuts that fuse the two. I'm wearing one right now. More than just a t-shirt company, you can run, train, and recover with their versatile performance essentials. Their activewear crewnecks have the same flattering fit as their classic tees and are sweat wicking and odor controlling so you can feel good about working out hard. Pair it with a quick dry short or joggers to complete the look. That's right. And you get comfortable, get going, upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with code MMA25. Free shipping is included on purchases over $100. You get a 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. You can't go wrong. It looks good and it feel good season. It's look good and feel good season. I always mess that one up. But you know what you're getting? 25% off and some sweet fucking t-shirts and other stuff. I have uh hoodies, joggers. I forgot what else. I got a bunch of stuff. Lots of t-shirts, though. Those are my favorite. They're the best. So nice. So delicious. Mm, that's right. Great with eggs. <laughs> yes. Uh, back to the show. That's so, right. as you like to say, um, can we talk about the co-main event just briefly? Yes. Uh, Grasso versus Valentina Shevchenko. Um, man, what a fight! I I did not expect this to go the way it went. I gotta say, no. um, uh, Shevchenko is like undefeated in like the last hundred fights or something, right? She's like, um, she had a, t- a tougher fight her last one. She did. So- she did, but. I feel like Grasso, the, the thing that Grasso did well was she she forced Shevchenko to wrestle because she was winning the stand-up, I, I thought. You know, so it was like, and then when it came time in the fourth round, she got that nasty crank choke on her, right? Face crank, they call it. Yeah. Um, And did you see the photo that they posted online of like right after, like you can kind of. Oh, you got it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah like you can like literally you see it looks that like line. She's... Like Joe pointed out. I'm like, the fucking squeeze on that is insane. Cause it looks like like if you took a rubber band and wrapped it around your finger for like five minutes and it yes. took it off, like how white, like that's the amount she got in like, I don't know, 10 seconds. Yeah. So I mean, good on her. First Mexican born champ, right? So um female right? female yeah. sorry female sorry sorry <laughs> i don't know aren't, aren't you, uh, piece of cues, right? <laughs> sorry about that so um good on her you know i i think shevchenko has had a good run um you know you can't win them all i guess but uh 
I was just impressed, especially by that finish, which. Yeah, well, I guess she was specifically training for that move, too. So she knew like when she got her to that position of how to like jump the back, get locked a fucking submission on. And that was that was a wrap. Like it was insane. Good for her, because I like I like when I see dominant champs lose for some reason. But you know what happens when a dominant champ loses? every time they're gonna run it again you think that yeah they're, they're, they already said they want to they do said it. they're gonna do both it. of uh, them both the fighters said it and i think dana already said yeah probably makes sense i always i always hate that because i feel like if you were good enough on that night you should be able to have a couple other fights as a champ and defend you shouldn't have to keep going against the best but it's the way they like to do it for some reason Yep. And before we go on to the next thing, I just want mm-hmm. to say there was a sighting in the crowd. Not sure if you saw this, but no. Our little friends, Mr. Nate. And oh, Nate yeah, Diaz, yeah. I forgot about hanging that. Hanging out in the crowd, looking quite, you know, dashing. I saw at some little... point they put them both on camera and they both flexed out. There they are looking good. That's cool that they're still allowed in, you know, for not. I being... mean, Nick's still in the UFC. Nate's not. No, and that's okay. I mean, it's hard to, I think, celebrity status, it's all good, but good on Nate. And somebody put in the comments, it's good to see that little brother, even though he's making more money than Big Brother, still respects the pecking order. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like all right, it's all good, you know? Um, I, I get it. I understand. And then a couple other fights, you had Bo Nichols, who had, was 2-0 and coming in this fight. He's fighting Jamie Pickett, who has 21 fights under his belt. So I thought that's kind of interesting that Nevada State Athletic Commission let that fight go on. And uh, you get an early low blow from Nichols that nobody catches. And then even after the fight, he's like, uh, I didn't low blow him. I hit him in the fucking thigh. I'm like, no, you fucking hit him square in the balls because you made that oh, face. And then, uh, you know, he ends up getting the sub win. So good for him. This guy keeps talking shit. I think he said he wanted to fight. Fuck, did he want to fight? Some dominant wrestler at 85. I can't remember. All the names. Hot uh, Shemayev. I think he was oh, talking Shemayev. shit yeah. saying he wanted to fight him. And people are going, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you have three fights, man. Well, Brock Lesnar didn't have that many fights either. He was fighting for a fucking championship belt. So He was. I mean... I mean Big wrestler guy, you know, whatever. I think he'll do fine. So we'll see yep. how that goes. He looked pretty solid. Yeah. Um, and uh, Cody Garbrandt getting back in the win column. I had uh, Derek Brunson's corner through to Tallinn, stop a fight on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, one last other thing I want to show. Let me make sure I get the volume off here. So. This is Tabitha Ricci getting loose backstage before her fight where she won. Hmm. I might turn the sound off. So I like to show fighters when they're doing work, warming up, and uh, got to appreciate the cameraman with his cinematography on this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So props to him, props to her. Doing work. Doing work. Looking real good. Looking real good. Yes. I think uh, that's all I had for uh, 
285 as I scroll back here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should probably talk about some sponsors. Let's do it. Uh, and this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, guys. Uh, shouldn't you always be at your best? 2023 is the year to maximize your performance in the bedrooms. Listen up, bluechew.com. Yes, it is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever your opportunity arises. The process is simple. You can go online at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription in days. That's right, and Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at Blue Chew. Here we go. BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code MMANUTS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code MMANUTS to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Yes, we do. And we also have a fume. Be smart, don't start, kick the habit, put it out before it puts you out. All phrases we've heard a hundred times, yet we still continue to have bad habits. We all have something we struggle with, right? Our sponsor, Fume, is on a mission to accelerate humanity's breakup from the bad habits that consume far too many of us. Fume is a natural, diffusive device that uses plants and behavioral science to help you trade out your negative habit for a positive one. That's right. Fume is not a vape. It's a non-electric device designed to transform your negative habits and instead of pod filled or pods filled with potentially harmful chemicals like a vape fume uses cores infused with plants like peppermint and cinnamon for delicious natural flavors and the easiest way to stop a bad habit is to switch to a positive one and fume is designed perfectly to do just that it's fumes goal to make switching easy and even enjoyable they have thousands of five-star reviews from people just like you who've successfully switched when other solutions just didn't work. Head to tryfume, that's fum.com, and use code MMANUTS to save 10% off when you get the Journey Pack today. The Journey Pack comes with three unique flavors and the new version 2 Fume to help kickstart your positive habits. That's tryfum.com and use code MMANUTS to save an additional 10% on your order today. Woo woo! I, I we have like the best sponsors in the business. You I should know. buy all this shit. Like I'm saying, like just get it all together, and you're be, you, you, <laughs> like I don't even know like what would happen. You'd be like you, you'd be nice and shaved. You'd fuck like a champ. Uh, you, you put some nice clothes, comfortable clothes on afterwards, and then uh, enjoy a little fume. Fucking fighting, fighting, fucking. Feel this is like right up Gagard Musasi's alley, man. He should be sponsored by all of these sponsors, oh, right? Uh huh. Uh, so what else is happening out there in uh, the world? Don't have a ton of news, but you know, Darren Till released from the UFC. Yes, I heard uh, these things. Apparently, he's been suffering with a bunch of injuries, and that's part of what's going on here. He's got like some ACL problems. He's got some both knees are fucked up, and he's trying to get healthy. And basically, they let him go. And it sounds like he has a potential for maybe coming back, but you know, that's always a tough thing when you, when, you, mm -hmm. when this happens. So um said, he's been trying to convince himself he's okay when he's really not. 
um, and his body's just kind of broken down on him. So it reminds me a little of like the struggles Chris Weidman had, like with his career, like he just issues with his knees and just, you know, just constant stuff. Lack going of on. steroids, you know, that, well, that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I think it's also interesting because I think Dana was alluding to the fact that Darren and uh, Dana and the UFC had a good relationship. So when he asked to get released, that should happen right away. Wasn't like Francis Ngannou had to like ride out a year of his contract and not fight before he got released on like a contractual stipulation. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Cause I think Dana's also open to, yeah, if he wants to come back in a couple of years, we'll take him back. Yeah. He just needs to sort some shit out and probably makes sense. Like he was, I think on some kind of a not so good win loss record there at the end. So, yep. I saw rampage has joined the circus. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, the fight circus, <laughs> but yeah, this is the, the, Fucking fight circus is the one that does all those crazy fights, like three versus one, two versus one, all sorts of weird shit. Shit that's not legal, I think, in the States, but they usually put it on over in Thailand. And this is the one where I think like the owner promoter had a two-on-one fight where he's he looks like he's like 205 and he was fighting like 225 pound guys. <laughs> like, who fucking does this? I love this shit. So good for him. I don't, and again, I don't know if Rampage is actually fighting because it's always debatable with these um, alternate leagues as to what they're actually doing over there. So we had that going on. A couple other signings. I saw Eddie Alvarez join the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, and he's going to have his debut fight against Chad Mendez which I thought is interesting because Chad's got about a two inch reach. So Eddie potentially should uh, knock his block off. And also Luke Rockhold signed with bare knuckle fighting championship. And he's also scheduled to fight on the same card as those other two guys, but he's fighting Mike Perry over there. Hmm. Um, okay. I, don't I, I think that's chances. not gonna I, I don't know that's not gonna go well mike perry oh. was built for bare knuckle boxing he beat fucking michael venom page and that should tell you like he's a fucking brawler like luke's gonna get his his dick knocked in the sand and the other thing <clears throat> they're gonna this is gonna be a pay-per-view fight they're gonna try to charge 49.99 for this good lord are you gonna pay that no I was like, what do you what do you think about that price? I know what I'd pay. It's not fifty dollars. I think nineteen ninety-five sounds fair. Exactly. <laughs> I said I'm in for twenty, I'm out for fifty. Yeah. It's, it's two fights I'd like to watch, but I like I think fights are ten bucks a fight. It's not fifty bucks for two fights. No. No, that doesn't that seems egregious. No, and then Rockhold was also saying something along the lines of Hey, I'm gonna make more money in the BKFC than I did in the UFC. Like, how the fuck is that even possible? Because a lot of these guys are saying that, and it's hard to see like, is this are they being truthful or not? And who the fuck is backing the bare knuckle fighting championship? Because it seems like this is like a regular theme of all these guys keep saying, I'm getting paid so much more. 
I think Paige Van Zant was even saying that. So do well, they say like wonder, billions I, and billions? I wonder if it's in their contract to say that. Maybe that's the <laughs> that's, deal. That seems a little fishy to me. So I know, right? Yep. And then the last bare knuckle fighting championship news. So like last weekend, uh, Alan Belcher became the heavyweight champ of bare knuckle fighting championship. <laughs> so insane. He used to be one of my favorite fighters. Uh, he's calling out Francis Ngannou over there. What? Um, yeah. So I'm like, okay, you, you have me intrigued now because if you were to put the Belcher versus Ngannou, Rockhold versus Perry, and then Alvarez versus Mendez on the card, take my 50 bucks. Take my, yeah. Then I'm in for 50. Because fucking A. I'd watch the shit out of that. You heard me first. Hear me now, believe me later. Something like that. Is that, that, is that how that goes? Yeah. Hear me now, believe me later. Don't do as I do, do as I say. Hear That's me it. now, believe me later. <laughs> <laughs> this is like oh, a Hans man. and Franz show. Yes. Uh, what else is going on? I don't think I have any other news. I have one piece of knowledge. Okay, I got a couple me. other things. So <clears throat> I know John Jones, you know, he had his win. And I think during fight week, he was talking about his past drug failures are no longer valid because USADA had up the threshold for prohibited substances. Uh -huh. And now he says he wants his no contest versus Cormier overturned because he'd be within whatever that threshold is. So do you agree with that? And why or why not? No, because at the time it was not legal. That's like, I don't know. That seems like, you know, you, the rules were such when you were competing then, and then the rules have changed in the future. So now you want to go back in time. That doesn't make sense to me. I want to go I, back in time. Uh, it's, I, can't, I can't. I can't get behind. Nice try, John. Just no. <laughs> I, I don't think that makes sense. I have to think about it. I'll prove it because I want to see him undefeated. Because the, the other challenge is they still. I guess Dana was saying he's been trying to get that Matt Hamill uh, loss overturned, and he's been unsuccessful. Oh, that one I'm fine with. The Cormier one, though. Yeah, so. I know. I, I I hear both. I I'd agree more with the Hamill. Because I think Mazagati fucked it up when John delivers all those questionably illegal blows to Matt Hamill's head. And then Mazagati asked Matt Hamill, who's deaf and has blood in his eyes and can't see, hey, can you continue fighting? And he's getting no response. Yeah, no shit. You're talking to a deaf fighter who can't hear you, nor can he see you because his eyes are full of blood. And then you wave off the fucking fight. So, I mean, to me, it seems like a slam dunk. I would just, that should be just a fucking no contest. No contest in my book. Yeah. It's a stupid rule anyway. Like, fuck that. And yeah, this Pigogram thing, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you. It is what it is at that point. And it's a, it's a fucking no contest. It's not like you took a loss. So I think, uh, I think that's fair, right? Yeah, take, I mean, take a no contest versus a loss. You, you're you're operating within a certain set of rules. It's like at the same time with like uh, Henderson or no Vitor Belfort versus Michael Bisbing when TRT is legal and fucking Belfort is abusing it and fucking like spinning wheel kicks Bisbing's eyeball out of his head. 
So would you go back then and take that away? Because at the time TRT was legal, but now TRT is illegal and you know he was overjuicing at the time. So, I mean, you you would just open up a whole can of worms if you did that once. Mm-hmm. You'd fuck everything up. You'd have to change everything. Yeah, but the, what he got popped for was basically a steroid. So, right. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, did they loosen the the... They loosened the steroid threshold because I don't know. I don't remember what John's deal. I think it might have been tainted supplement, right? Or dick pills, right? It's always something. I didn't know. You know? Okay. Yeah. You didn't know. That's That's why you're hundering on hiding under the fucking cage and and, right. Which, by the way, Greg Jackson in his corner. Good point. Nice to see that. I forget we forgot to mention that earlier. Yeah. Good on him. Greg I had that written down. Looking, I forgot to say it. He was looking a little smirky. I couldn't tell by his expression if he was happy or was like this fucking guy. I'm not sure. So yeah, that was weird because I don't, I didn't watch a lot of John's training videos, but what I when I did see them, I didn't. It wasn't like uh, Greg was there. They were training at like a, I think a Jackson affiliate, like yeah. as a as the main place. So who knows? But yeah, good to see him there. I think his problem was more with Winkle John than Greg Jackson. So whatever that issue was. It's been resolved. Yeah. And then I saw there was a this weird boxing match. Uh, I think this is DAZN putting it on. They did like a tag team boxing match. I'm not going to share the volume, but maybe just this is white weird. gloves, black gloves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Ooh. Got the black gloves starts getting tagged. Mm-hmm. And then white gloves decides to tag his teammate in. And then the guy in the black gloves says, I'm just going to keep going with a fresh opponent. <laughs> uh, that usually works out well. Oh, geez. Can I tag now? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get my tag in? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know we were doing tag team boxing. I didn't know that was a thing here in 2020. I like it, though. That's pretty cool. I'm a fan. Fuck yeah. I like it. Interesting. Something new. Yeah, I feel like it. there should be two weight classes, though. <laughs> I'm going to make it more interesting. What, can't what be are the weight class? I don't know. Like heavyweight and like cruiserweight or something. You mean like, like that's your partner? So you could have like the pie weight versus the big guy? You could, you could potentially have a mismatch. Yes. Okay. If you, if you miss if you mishandle the tag. Yes. I like this. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Fine. Uh, do a little tweet of the week. So this t-shirt it says NATO national ass in tite is it organization. Nice. <clears throat> Looks scary. Yeah. And then I saw Polly Vanna, UFC fighter. She gave her picks for UFC 285. I'll share the sound. I'm not sure which language she's speaking, but. Era, hoje tem o UFC 285 e se você é maior de 18 anos, vem apostar comigo ou contra mim. Já clica no link na minha bio ou acesse rubens.com e não esquece de usar o meu código. Right. I can just get to it again. There's her picks. Not very successful. Hmm. She got Bo Nickel, right? There you go. Yeah. And Cody. How do you like the outfit there? That's nice. Because it's an interesting choice for, you know. It's like got little clips on those nipples. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. What's happening? I'm not quite sure. 
but I approve of this message. And then we'll move right into some knowledge. Yes. I've, uh, to bridge the gap between MMA and hockey, I got a little uh, blood leaking from the Zamboni. Did you see this? No. Look at this. It's blood everywhere. Oh, my God. That's not transmission fluid. That's blood. I think he ran over somebody, maybe. I think he ran over, like, a couple kids and maybe uh, 13 puppies. I don't know if he realized. I know when they have, like, uh, the shelter brings the puppies in sometimes, and they shit on the ice. Like, adopt this puppy tonight. Look at that. It's smoking. <laughs> it doesn't look good. So I think that, that game is getting postponed. So <laughs> well, a little bit. That ain't coming off easy, especially no. if you slicked it with uh, transmission fluid. That's what I'm guessing it is. Uh, yeah. Fuck that ice is so fucked. <laughs> and even if it's blood, it's it's not great to get off. So it's probably not blood, but it looks like blood. I'll buy its blood. The fucking demons and witches. Mm-hmm. Speaking of manscape, I'll leave with this: smoke balls, not crack. <laughs> Just remember that. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't know what that means, but okay. I don't know. Just smoke them if you got them. I guess I got them. Okay. I guess I'll smoke them. Smoke them up. <laughs> well, that has been uh, another last edition of MMA Nuts. Yeah. My name's Ingo Weigel. Magro, thanks for playing. <laughs>